This is the Build Your Path podcast, where we explore how people get into their careers in the built environment. Today's guest is Vincent Noe. Vincent has over 40 years experience as a land surveyor at Frederick Ward Associates. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Harkins Builders, building exceptional. Welcome on into the Build Your Path podcast, hosted by myself, Matthew Pine. I am with my guest today. Vincent Noe, I'm with Frederick Ward Associates in Ballard, Maryland. I'm a land surveyor. Uh, the coolest thing I've ever done in my career is uh, I once did gravimetric surveys along the Shenandoah Valley in uh, uh, Skyline Drive. So while the instrument was collecting up uh, data, I was sitting there taking in all the spectacular views and so, Vincent, uh, welcome on to the uh, show. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate being here. Yeah. Uh, so, if you want to walk through with our listeners, uh, you know, how you got to where you are now, maybe what pathway did you follow uh, in your early life to get where you wanted to be? Well, um, I started out, I actually started out uh, working as a, as a um, high school student. I took vocational drafting in, in uh, school, kind of liked it but I didn't like so much of the school. So I ended up getting on a, a work study program mm-hmm. um, where a land surveyor here in town hired me. Um, and then I did that for about a year. And my brother, who was a geodesist with the defense mapping school at Fort Belvoir, Virginia said, Hey, if you'd like to know more about surveying, I could get you to go to school for free. <laughs> you know, so next thing I know I'm in the army learning all about mm-hmm. surveying. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like what got me hooked. Um, so after I got out of, out of that, I um, joined every surveying organization I could find and uh, read every piece of surveying literature that I could find. And, and I got licensed at a very early age. So for those who may not know, uh, can you explain a little bit about what surveying is? Well, surveying is um, basically measuring, you know, measuring land. Uh, we can determine property lines. We can determine the, uh, the elevations or contour of the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do that for um, engineers. So the engineers can, can design improvements to the land. Uh, we lay out, like I said, we lay out property. We do that for property owners so they can see where their lines are or, mm-hmm. you know, if they need to build a fence or building addition or whatever. They need to know that those are going to be on their property. So we have to show them where the lines are so they can stay within the lines. Great. Um, and you mentioned, you know, going into the military and, and some of the associations that you joined through those experiences. Did you ever um, find yourself having a mentor? Um, well, I did. There's so many people that I've met over the years and, and I try to learn something from, from everybody that I meet. Um, I tell you the, the person that gave me my first job, I mean, uh, it was Fred Ward. Um, he kind of like, he recognized the need to get young people into, into the profession. He give everybody a chance to, to, to learn something. Um, he gave many, many, many young people a chance to, and opportunities to succeed. Um, you know, Fred was so committed to that. Um, that before he passed away, he endowed a scholarship with the um, geography department of um, Towson University so that any student studying geography with a concentration in surveying uh, can apply for that scholarship. So 
what are some of the more pressing issues that you see um, if they are in, in surveying or just an in industry as a whole? What, do you, what are some of the issues that you see? Well, one of the, one of the more pressing issues that, that comes to mind is we're um, not getting enough young people into the, into the profession. The average age of a land surveyor is, is like 60 years old, mm-hmm. yeah, which is pretty old. Well, it's not really old, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's old for, old. you know, yeah. when you take the average age there. Right. Um, now, Bureau of, Land St- uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics back in 2016 put out a statistic that said there's like 65,000 people employed in the profession. Wow. Only 9,000 of them are under the age of 34. So that's like wow. less than 15%. You know, so we're, we're trying to get more and more people into the profession. These younger people that, you know, the good ideas, the, 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 the new minds, you know, the young minds, the, uh, you know, that, that you know, want to learn and all this. Now, see, Maryland Society of Surveyors, which is an organization I belong to, um, they have a, uh, a workforce development initiative that was started by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Um, and we have a, a chapter chair, uh, a guy named Brian Haney, who's head of the Baltimore County chapter chair. Um, and he, you know, took that, took that initiative and he ran with it. And he, there was actually on the Maryland Society of Surveyors website, um, there is a video of him on uh, Charm, I think it's called Charm TV, um, Game mm-hmm. Changers. And he's on there. It's like an 11-minute clip. And he describes, you know, what, he, what, what he's going to you know, with this workforce development, trying to get these young people trained and into, and into the profession. So I know we alluded to this a little bit earlier, uh, but what would you say is the coolest or the most unique thing that you've ever done? Well, um, like I said, I mentioned the, the, the gravimetric surveys, but I've done airport obstruction surveys when I was in the army, I was in Germany. Um, it's a, a survey where you go to the air, uh, the different airfields there, the military airfields, and you have to locate every feature that, you know, sticks up above the ground for miles around. It, it was, it was uh, very interesting, um, you know, trying to identify these features, what they are and, and how to locate them, how to best locate them. Cause you can't, you can't go and, and set an instrument up next to each one and locate it because some of them are far away. Some of them are very tall. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the coolest things in my civilian um, survey experience. Something, admittedly, I've never done, and I know very few surveyors that have, have done it, but one cool thing I think would be is to find a piece of land that's never been surveyed. Hmm. You know, the land system in the state of Maryland uh, at the time of the revolution, all the land was turned over to the individual states, and then the mm-hmm. states divvied it up and parceled it out to individual property owners. Mm-hmm. Okay, But every now and then, a surveyor will find one that got never got transferred from the state to anybody else. And it's, you know, essentially never been surveyed and, and never been transferred to anybody. And like I said, there's very few people that have ever found one of those um, unsurveyed, un, untitled pieces of property. That's really interesting. Yeah. It is. Um, so what, what would you say it's been like to work in a career in the built environment? What, what do you see as the rewards um, for your job? Well, I kind of look at that as it's often said that land surveyors are the first ones to put foot on a 
on a project site and the last ones to leave. Okay. And that, and that said, because we go out and we, as mentioned earlier, we collect data for our engineers, our architects, our land planners. Uh, we collect the data, figure out where the property lines are, what the elevation of the ground is. We provide it to them and they, um, you know, can design, the engineer can design a site, the, the you know, the, the site improvements and the architect can design a building. Um, you know, so once they have all that designed, then we go out and we help the contractor that's building it. We show mm -hmm. them where to put it, what elevation to put it at. We, we tell them, you know, usually guide him along. Um, and then once it's all built, that property owner or that developer who, who was, was, you know, paying to have these improvements done, we go out and we locate them all and make sure that they were built in accordance with the plans and that they're within the required regulations and, and specifications. So, like I said, we're, we're first ones there, we're there during the job and we're there at the end. So, help me understand a little bit better with, with surveyors. Is there, I know you said a lot of math is involved. Is there, like, if there's a certain building or a certain piece of land that needs to be, the elevation needs to be changed, either raised or lowered, is that part of your job? You give a, a cost estimate of that? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what, um, first, you know, like I said, we need to figure out what, what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of time I work in a multidisciplined firm here. Um, so it may be, uh, you know, a little bit of surveying work, a little bit of engineers. So we, we decide what needs to be done, what the end result needs to be, um, and then how to best accomplish it and how to most efficiently accomplish it. And then we'll you know, provide fees to, to a property owner or developers to, um, to complete those tasks. So I know that you talked a lot about, uh, Fred Ward and what he meant to you when you were a little bit younger and. Um, have you had the chance to, in your position, to work with young people and guide them at all? Oh, absolutely, and uh, always looking for uh, young people that are willing to listen and willing to learn. Um, like I also mentioned before, is, is some of these younger people, you know, they come in with, with newer ideas. Uh, there's some people who, uh, you know, I've been doing this a long time, and I know, I know what works for me, but then somebody else always comes along and says, hey, you know, if we did this or that, you know, you know, we might get better results or, or a quicker result or whatever. Specifically in your position, uh, what do you like most about working as a surveyor? Um, you know, what are some of the job benefits of working as a, a surveyor? Me, I like the problem solving. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, assisting our engineers to get the information they need. Uh, sometimes doing, uh, we do, uh, you know, surveys for people acquiring pieces of property. Their attorneys always have questions about how does, how does this deed or that deed affect um, my client's property? So we can help them figure out. Um, other times it's helping out a property owner who's, um, you know, wants to know where his property line is so he can build that fence or build that addition. Or maybe sometimes we even get property owners who uh, have a dispute with their neighbor and they think uh, just to settle this dispute, we're going to, get this property line laid out once and for all, you know? <laughs> so I know you talk a lot about um, the biggest challenge being the gap uh, between the younger people entering the workforce. Um, say a young person came up to you today and asked you, why should I be a surveyor? Um, what would you tell them? Well, I find that there's, there's so many aspects of the profession that, that appeal to, to different people. 
Um, if you like working outside, if you like working with emerging technologies, which there are a lot of in the, in the surveying field nowadays, um, if you like math, science, history, construction, um, then surveying, surveying might be for you. Okay. And you mentioned That's right the there. Answer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, you mentioned some uh, emerging technologies. What, have, what are some of the technologies you've seen change over the course of your career? And then what uh, new, technology, new technologies do you see on the horizon? I, I would say over the course of my career, almost everything we mm -hmm. use today has, has come about, you know, since, since I've been doing this. You know, we use a lot of computers now. We never did that before. We got the software that um, your laser scanning is an example. Um, we can go out and laser scan a building and, and, and create a 3D model in the computer. Um, and of course, once, once that was started, laser scanning was started, then somebody had an idea, hey, you know what? We can always see better from the sky. So we got drones. <laughs> yeah. We put them on drones and we fly over. And um, you know, there are advances in, in um, geographic information systems where, where basically there are maps in the computer and you can determine a precise point on the earth from these maps. Okay. And then of course, along with that comes the global positioning, you know, nowadays with your, you can handheld cell phone, you can, you can get within, you know, a foot or two of where your property corner is, you know, and yeah. that, that just amazes me, you know, but I think, I think the, the next big thing to come along is augmented reality. Mm. Okay. You know, I mentioned we go out, we collect all this data for the engineer and the architect. They design, they design their work. You know, they design the site improvements, they design the building. They merge all that together. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can load that, load that, those 3D models back into your phone. You got the little VR goggles. Okay. <laughs> You know, with the with the precise positioning on the on the phones that I just mentioned, you load those VR goggles. Make sure your positioning is turned on. You can walk through a project site and look around and see the future. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so yeah, you can a, get those before and after looks, but yeah, it's like seeing the future. What that building's going to look like once it's built. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, better uh, better visual for sure than just you know blueprints or just an idea. Oh, um, absolutely. So there's a bit of a, a wrap up for you. Just wanted to give you a chance to um, tell our listeners, you know, if they're interested in surveying, where can they find information? What association should they look for? Um, MarylandSurveyor.org is a good one. Uh, the National Society of Professional Surveyors um, website is always a good one. Okay. Um, those are the two that come right to mind right away. Um, but like I said, those, those two organizations, they're, they're, they're pushing, they got portions of their website, you know, just to teaching young, young people about surveying. I mean, there's, there's one, the Pennsylvania Society of Land Surveyors also puts out a coloring book, getting kids oh, wow. into surveying. You know, so it's, it's geared towards the, the younger generation, <laughs> much younger, awesome. elementary school. <laughs> so That's they really put cool. out a coloring book. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I like that. Well, Vincent, we, we very much appreciate your time. Thanks for the, joining the show. Well, I appreciate being here. Thank you for inviting me. If you want to learn more about Build Your Path podcast or the boat environment overall, go ahead and visit buildyourpath.org. Another big thank you to our guest, Vincent Noe from Frederick Wharton. Once again, this episode was brought to you by Harkins Builders.
building exceptional. Build Your Path podcasts are produced by the Maryland Center for Construction, Education, and Innovation. I'm Matt Pine. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.